Welcome to the Highly Sensitive Podcast. I'm Lauren LaSalle, and I'm a licensed therapist, highly sensitive person, and HSP coach. This bi-weekly podcast covers information and tips relevant to HSPs, as well as interviews with HSPs and their loved ones. My hope for this podcast is to create a feeling of community, be a supportive place for HSPs, and normalize our experiences as highly sensitive people. Thank you so much for joining me, and let's begin. Welcome back to the Highly Sensitive Podcast. I'm Lauren, and I am back after a short break due to the holiday season. I'm back with a new intro, you might have noticed, and a new microphone. And so I am very excited to keep doing this podcast now that I feel like I have a really good setup. And I hope you all had a wonderful holiday season and a great start to the new year. So today's topic is all about tips for better sleep. And although this topic applies to everybody, HSPs tend to need to get more sleep than the average person in order to function, so I thought this might be a helpful topic to cover. And ironically, I am recording this hours after I usually go to bed because I just can't fall asleep tonight, and this never happens, so I think it's pretty funny that the day I planned to do this topic, I end up recording it late at night because I can't sleep. All right, so here are some tips to get better sleep. Number one, only use your bed for sleeping. Do not eat, read, work, watch TV, listen to music, meditate, talk on the phone, do anything else while you are in bed. Number two, avoid daytime napping. So napping, especially in the late afternoon or the early evening, may interfere with your sleep. Number three, avoid caffeine and alcohol, or at least limit caffeine intake to the morning hours. Number four, make sure to get daylight exposure, especially in the morning, and exercise regularly, but not right before you go to bed. Number five, Go to bed when you are sleepy, but not before your designated bedtime. So your designated bedtime is a time that you have decided you need to go to bed. Spending long periods of time in bed can lead to shallow, fragmented sleep, so only spend the amount of time in bed that you need for sleep. Number six, be consistent. Select a standard wake-up time and wake up at that time every day, no matter how long you sleep at night. Number seven, Create a calming wind down and bedtime routine and follow them every night. Start your wind down routine about one hour before bedtime. And this means no technology, no productive work and dim the lights. And I know that a lot of people relax by being on their phone. And if you're one of these people, there is a nighttime setting on your phone that will change the kind of light that it emits from blue to yellow. So I recommend turning that setting on because blue light can keep you awake. Number eight, try a bedtime snack of milk, peanut butter, nuts, kiwi, cherries, pineapple, or cheese. Number nine, keep your bedroom quiet, dark, and cool. Although I found for myself that I need something to listen to in order for me to fall asleep faster, and I do like it to be a bit warmer in the room, so you really have to figure out what works for you. Number 10, don't try to make yourself sleep. This will likely lead to you not being able to fall asleep. Instead, get up when you can't sleep and go to another room until you feel sleepy enough to get back in bed and fall asleep quickly. And if you get back into bed and you don't fall asleep, 
get up and try all of that over again. Doing this can be a lot more helpful than staying in bed, counting down the hours until you have to get up, and worrying that you won't get enough sleep. And I know we've all been there. Number 11. Don't worry, plan, or problem solve while in bed or do any sort of mental activity. If these mental activities keep you from falling asleep, get up, go to a different room, and return to your bed when these mental activities will not interfere with sleep. So I know as HSPs, we tend to really process things a lot and deeply, and I find myself at night when I'm trying to fall asleep, kind of finishing up processing things for the day, or returning to something that happened that day, or planning for something that I have to do the next day. So it can be really hard to kind of turn off my brain and go to sleep. So what I found is that listening to something such as a fan, music, or a podcast is really helpful and it gives me something to focus on and kind of pull myself out of being stuck in my brain. So I recommend trying that if you are having trouble falling asleep because you find that you're just thinking and thinking and thinking. Number 12, be patient. If you're having sleep difficulties, they probably developed over time and will take time to heal. Consistently following these tips will bring you gradual sleep improvements. I hope you find these tips helpful, and of course, this is all much easier said than done. If sleep is something that you struggle with, I would love to work with you to help you come up with and implement a sleep plan that works for you. If you have any ideas for episode topics, if you have any questions for me to answer on the podcast, or if you would like to write an email sharing your story for me to read on the podcast, you can email me at lauren at laurenlasallecoaching.com. You can find out more about my coaching program, as well as resources and links to my social media by visiting my website at laurenlasallecoaching.com. And you can follow me on Instagram at laurenlasallecoaching. I would love to connect with you. Before I sign off, I will leave you with a quote. Happiness is waking up, looking at the clock, and finding that you still have two hours left to sleep. Charles Schultz.